Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello podcasters, Lenny from Callum Vale wants to talk about Margot's Brisbane Book of Records record, the longest voice. We're hoping that she can be heard 400 metres away. Mardo, what's Lenny saying? Oh, okay. Lenny's saying, this is interesting, Margot, mm-hmm. sound travels further over water. Oh, do it over the As river. in, who was that who said they could hear oh, their husband the said, ferry. I could hear me, Mrs. Terry. Uh, he could hear his wife, Terry, across the from Bulimba, across to Hamilton. She was mm. saying, you forgot your keys. Mm. He screamed out. He heard it across the river. Okay, so he's saying it goes further across the water. He goes, uh, you, you guys need to recreate the beer flood down Caxton Street like there was three weeks ago. Remember that beer truck uh, <laughs> oh, lost the its load? Oh, the Han. Her voice will end up reaching Mount Cooth and I'll be there to drink the beer flood away. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. How about the bloke Lenny. or woman, whoever we end up opening all the beer cans, just yeah. tip them out down Caxton Street oh, as, as we go. Goes. So then we'll combine Isn't everything. Isn't true that, uh, that noise does travel because there's no traffic or anything? We're going to do it early in the morning before there's the sounds Does it the bounce city. off the water? Feels like it's true, isn't it? Because water's dense, right? So does it capture the dense. sound in its dense volume? I don't understand. And I'm then springs sure. it back up out into the... Atmosphere. That sounds like complete horseshit. Yeah, we'll just do it. Sounded good to me in my head. (laughs) All right. Well, that's, yeah, thanks, Lenny, for nothing. Uh, Here's this other one. Oh, this is interesting. Do you remember early this morning we were talking about Des Connor? Well, we weren't, but. Who was the bloke who won Last Person Standing? Yeah, some well, number. You, you got trapped in that conversation for quite a while. Well, he asked me a question, and I I knew it was a halfback, but I couldn't remember the bloke. The question name. was, who's the only player to captain the, the All Blacks and the All Blacks and the Australian, yeah. Yeah. and the Australian yeah. only. Well, the only person. There's no All Black has captain Australia, but Australian Wallaby has Did he captain? I thought he just said who was the only player Australian player to ever play for the All Blacks. That's what he asked. Yeah, is that true? Oh, I don't and then Des O'Connor, or no, whatever his name Des is. Connor. Des Connor's mm. grandson or godson. Or... I'm the great Des Connor's godson. My mum and Des were cousins. Yeah, got in touch with us. He is definitely still alive, says Duncan. Happy to chat to Marto off air if he wishes. I've met Marto a few times and am friends with his brother Jason too. Oh, he could be a bit of a reptile. Mm, he sounds like <laughs> a pest. <laughs> well, Triple M breakfast. I remember yesterday we were talking about that bloke that smacked the kangaroo that was trying to drown his dog. Down God, there I watched that, that video a couple of times last night. What, what did we work out? I think it was 35 million people have uh, downloaded and had a look and Well, that was else. yesterday. It's probably more by now, Might you know, the way 50. the internet goes. Yeah. If you don't remember, so he was taking three dogs for a walk. All of a sudden, one of his dogs went into the water. This huge kangaroo with a big chest and everything um, grabbed hold of it, tried to drown it. He's fronted it, had a bit of a wrestle. Well, here's his, his, his response. I basically open hand slapped him across the head and then he jumped me and it was on for young and old. He's a former jiu-jitsu fighter as well, so he had a bit of nous, but he, well, let's talk to him. Mick Maloney, the kangaroo fighter you're listed as here on our screen from Mildura. (laughs) Your jiu-jitsu skills didn't really help out though, did they? No, no. I uh, well, it's funny because I've been told everyone goes on about the jujitsu. Well, we're calling it rujitsu now, but oh, um, nice. Put them together. That's nice. Clever. It was bound to happen. Um, but yeah, I've been doing mixed martial arts, karate, kickboxing, muay thai, everything for many, many years, and none of it works on a kangaroo. None of it. <laughs> <laughs> Has your life literally sensationally changed overnight? Thirty-five million people have watched this video of you. 
Yeah, well, it was funny because my daughter, she put it on uh, our gym page, uh, which has only got one other video, and then it got like, within 12 hours, had like 34 million views, and then someone took it down for animal cruelty, and then, then it went back up. It was all over the place. I got a message from a friend this morning who used to live in uh, uh, the UAE, and he said a friend of his in the royal family sent him a message saying, have you seen this? And I've had friends in Russia and oh my God. friends in Brazil from have, the jiu-jitsu and everything. Just have you had contact. media contacting you, like radio stations all over the world? I quite literally had just finished talking to a lady in Canada. It's been funny, and I don't mind telling the story there, right. but... I'll tell you what the hate that I've been getting. It's oh, my, really? my daughters. Oh, who from animal lovers? Uh, yeah, animal lovers. And hang I mean, on, hold the on, kangaroo was, was trying to drown your, your dog. dog. You were helping an animal. They're uh, jacked. They're dangerous. Yeah, and when you look at its ears, like it, it, it had been in a few fights before. And so yeah. I looked at that, and, and you look at my ears, like cauliflower ears. So <laughs> I'm thinking maybe the kangaroo's looking at my ears, going, "Oh, he can fight." He's a fighter. Kangaroos are doing push-ups or something when we're not watching. I don't know. Uh, Arm wrestling each other. Hey, Mick, when you tell other countries, like you just spoke to Canada, that we eat kangaroos over here, are they blown away that we eat our national emblem? Spent probably... Probably about your CNBC or something. I can't even remember who it was just yeah. then. And I, and I started telling the story about you know kangaroos how they're what well, basically just nothing but protein. There's no fat on them. Yeah. And I thought, oh no, I now have to tell them why. Yeah, you know <laughs> that. It'd be like the Americans eating bald eagles. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh god. But it was it was a bit awkward. But um, and she went, oh, I suppose like because they said all they ever see is kangaroos hopping around in parks and yeah. you know not trying to. Drown a dog. Mm. Oh, Mick, future How's the dog? Does anybody yeah, ask how the a, dog is? Oh, yeah, sorry. Dog okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, Hutchie's good. He he coughed up water, like I'm talking like we would have been like two litres of water for the next, like well, for a couple hundred metres up the road and then I've just smacked him on the back trying to get it all out because, you know, secondary drowning, he might have yeah. retained a bit of fluid. But it was funny, like in the second video, I don't know if you saw that, but I've finally, once I've got him good, I've put the video on him and said, oh, yeah, well done, like, Good job. And I pointed to one of my other Akitas, the black and white one, Kenji. And he's got cataracts, so he can't see. He probably missed oh. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And Yoshi was, um, he was up the back, sort of, he's nine, he's old. He, he just ambles along. So all the dogs are all good. Uh, and now I'm just worried about, you know, the haters. That's it. Don't worry about uh, it. Don't well, we read love it. You. Don't read it. That's what I've learned. You have to look yeah, away. I know it's hard, but just try not to read it. Daughter. You're a wonderful Australian yes. of Mick Maloney, yeah. future Australian of the year. Australian of the year, you're yeah. right. Good on you, Mick. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Mick Maloney, the kangaroo wrestler. Roo-jitsu, they're calling it, from Mildura there on Triple M. We need a US update, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, There's not much happening here in politics now that the referendum is over, so I thought we'd go and see what's happening over in the great country of America. Jeez, it's a loose operation over there. I just saw Joe Biden has gotten on Air Force One. He's heading to Israel uh, to check out what's going on over there. Is he going to broker a peace deal? Possibly. I'm not sure, Marto. I don't know what he he gets up to. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know where he's going. Mm. (laughs) We know that uh, Donald Trump's main concern is always this place. China! Yeah, but he knows how to deal with the Chinese. He said, I have a red button on my desk, meaning a nuclear button. I said, I have a red button on my desk too, but it's bigger and stronger than yours, and mine works. It's just strong-arming presidents and prime ministers all over the world. Uh, and, of course, Joe Biden is headed to uh, to Israel to see what's happening over there in the war. Um, Donald Trump also across what's going on over in Israel. About today, 
The hummus. Thomas Terrorist Invasion. He hates dip. Not the dip. He hates <laughs> Not dip. The dip. Yeah. Not the dip. Uh, he knows uh, that the answer to the war is not electric tanks. So they want to have an army tank that's electric. You can't get it recharged. It doesn't go far enough. It doesn't go strong enough. But they want to have electric. So that we, can, we go into enemy territory. We will blast the shit out of everybody. But at least we will go in... With environmentally nice equipment. No, do you believe it? <laughs> he's, he's doing stand-up comedy, isn't he? He's effectively doing comedy. He understands that climate change is a real thing. Electric cars will kill more than half of U.S. auto jobs and decimate the suppliers. They're being decimated already, and it's going to be at a level that people can't even imagine. Meanwhile, the cars don't go far. The range is even worse in the winter. The materials are all made in China. And it takes so much energy to produce the batteries that electric cars don't even break even environmentally for at least five to ten years. They'll never break even. It's a catastrophe waiting to happen. Watch the Twitter sphere. Oh, sorry. What's it called now that Elon Musk? Has an exosphere. Ex- ex- what does? <laughs> what did he say? Exosphere. But so uh, that's actually what a lot of people think. Exactly, and the that's why is, he has seventy-nine yeah. million people right. who voted for him. Right? Because so remember, it's a country a of three hundred million. Yes. He'll be sitting in a jail cell, running America with a big red button. Mm. Quite possibly. Uh, he's big on the social issues, and he knows if oh. you want to talk to the people, how do you relate? You include sport into social issues uh, to get oh, your message across. Like. You know, yeah. I'm not a big fan of LeBron James, but I said this. I would like to meet with LeBron, say, LeBron, I've decided I'm going to get out of the presidential business, get out of the real estate business. I'm going to become a basketball coach of women. And I'm going to get him and four or five other guys to transition. <laughs> He's doing comedy. <laughs> And we are going to have the greatest basketball team in history. We will be undefeated forever. He's going to become the women's basketball coach <laughs> yeah. of the NBA. That's stand-up comedy. <laughs> is he, is he camp forever. He's tackling all the big oh. issues. And, of course, we know uh, we're, we're facing it here in Australia. Crime is huge, but he has the answer for it in the States. We will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simply, if you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving. Leaving that storm. Yeah! Shot! Yeah! You just hear them cheering like, yeah! What you Let's shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> they love shooting. <laughs> they love shooting. Triple M Breakfast. We were just talking about the record that you are going to be breaking on Friday, Margot. The longest voice in Brisbane. It's all part of this. Record! Yeah! Triple M Breakfast is building the Brisbane Book of Records. We had a text through that we, we believe the record to exist at around 350 metres. Let's meters. say 350 metres. Yeah, it was yelling out across the Brisbane River. A wife reminding her husband that he'd forgotten the keys. She screamed out. It travelled right across the river about 350 metres. That was incredible. So, Margot. I'm working on the premise that Red Bull is going to give my voice wings. Is that a good approach to take? Like, uh, how do I... You just drink Red Bull every day. Don't pretend it's part of some sort of regimen. Because if I practice, I'll wear my voice out and strain it. So what do I... How am I supposed to prepare for this? Just relax, okay? We got this covered. We got you covered, mate. Let's just tell everyone who's just joined us, you'll be standing up the top of the building here at the barracks, yelling down Caxton Street. Mm. If you can get someone around about the Wally statue to hear you, 
That'll be the record. And Corey is the word we've decided on that I'm going to be Because yelling. it's like Cooey, and when the Indigenous used to travel through <laughs> another um, tribe's land... They'd yell that they'd out. Yell out to well, say, listen, I'm just coming through. I mean, you know how... Cooey! Well, it's now, the perfect word. But mm. we are not experts. Why don't we go to an expert here who like can tell what? us like what who? kind of word would be best. Maybe it is Corey. Maybe it's not Corey. Jenny Matthews is joining us right now, speech pathologist at Bayside Voice Centre. Mm. Jenny, you're across what Margot's trying to do. Have you got any words of advice for her to begin? Yeah, hi there, guys. Hey, I've got Jen. four tips for you, Margot. Okay. Um, so number one is you've got a beautiful posture anyway. So make sure you're standing nice and tall, chest out, and that you know your shoulder blades are drawn down to really anchor your body using those big muscles of your body. So stick okay? my boobs so, out, Jenny, is that what you're saying? Exactly, yep. that's right. Okay. Yeah, right? And then, and then you know, there, call across them, okay? What? So, and then the next thing is that you want to control the breath coming out from your tummy muscles. Okay? Is that my diaphragm, so moment, Jenny? Yeah, at the moment I can hear you pushing from your throat. Oh. Okay, and that's where I know you're worried about, um, you know, hurting your voice. So instead of having that pushing coming from your throat, if you can have that control coming from your big ab muscles. Okay, so when you're blowing out just air, or even, and then when you're making, yeah, when oh, you blow hooray. out, you're actually what, you controlling it from your tummy muscle. Okay, okay. and so when we're going to say our word, it's going to come from that's where the, the from the guts is coming from. Boobs exactly. out, abs that's out. Right. Number three. Yep. Okay, so yeah, those abs come in. In abs in. Boobs out, abs in. Boobs out, abs in. Yes. Okay. Nice. I, li- I like abs. how you know you're summarising mm. them out. Well, well, I've right. got a whiteboard operating here, Jen. Keep going. <laughs> nice. I He's like drawing it. some boobs okay. on it. Just got <laughs> now, Marta was talking about which Stop word it. and how like cooey has that sort of sing-songy sound yep. and, and it helps it flow. And he beautifully brought up that maybe Corey wasn't the greatest one because of the hard k- sound mm. at the beginning. Yeah. So, so I think your Wiley or your River oh. um, would be great because they have a, a longer uh, starting sound. Oh. But they're also, yeah. Yeah, they're also got... They've also got these buzzy, more buzzy sounds. So you're going to get more parry and more volume with these buzzy wow. W's and L's and V's. I like and it. R's. Jenny from Bayside yeah. Voice Centre. Let's put this to bed right now. Before we get to the fourth tip, I'm going to get Margot to give you a Wiley and oh, give yeah. you a yeah. River. And Jenny, okay. you will decide which All one right. she's going to do. Just put in your head. Put in your head what's Wiley just done. He's just teased all the other kids <laughs> well, and annoyed everyone. It's like, on the Wiley, come on, man. And River's like, River? Like, it's because she does something okay, that's no. shocking, right? Wiley's, no, Wiley's 200 metres away. He's Winding yeah. up with a soccer ball, yeah. he's about to kick it towards the windows. Yeah. yeah. Wiley! How's that, Jen? She was four metres from the microphone, Jen. Okay, now don't decide yet, Jenny. Well, now we need, a river. River. we need a river oh. now, and then you can exactly. decide. Exactly. Okay. Right. Tits out. Tits out. Tummy, tummy in. Tummy. Yep. River! What did you think of that, okay. Jen? Could you hear that? So, now what we're going to do is we're going to move that um, sort of rough... Um, that we're going to move the rage to more of a a nasal tone, which is we're embracing our Queenslander boganism. Yes, here it comes. And we're going to use what's called nasal twang. Here it comes. Because when I do... Yeah. 
If you do for me, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, like, I had to learn like this in my singing lessons. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My singing coach, she said the same thing as well. She said, she said, you keep um, hurting your voice because you're operating from the back of your throat, right. Jenny. You're all over this. Exactly. She said, like you're a kid in the playground going. Right, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Don't get distracted. We need to decide. So what we got is boobs out, abs in, be a bogan. That's what I've got. I want it to sound like this. Wiley. Wiley. Yes. Okay, so when we're doing that nasal tone, it's really sh- bright and carries. Oh, amazing. It, it sounds more like a siren. So, Jenny, let's make the decision, though. We're going to go Wiley or River. Mm. I think she's used to doing Wiley. Oh, and I, if you I can agree. get that nasal, yeah. um, I do that love you, nasal quality for Wiley. Mm. Um, Wiley. 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 Go back, Margot. Give us one. Here you go, Jenny. Be a bogan. Wiley. Oh. What would you think, Jen? See, and that's nice. Good. We're losing some of that, that um, strain. Okay, well so done, keep Margot. practicing that yeah. great nasality. Oh, Jenny. You are a Queenslander at heart. Mm. Thank you, Jenny. Channel Was there a final tip, Jenny? Tip four? Or are you happy with how we've gone? Oh, oh yes. No. So um, with with beforehand, make sure that you've had lots and lots of water okay. and even some steam. Lubricate um, steam. the throat. Steam. Yeah. Okay, she'll get a train and yeah, I'll just train from the 1800s. I'll over the train station. I'll bring yeah. some shorts Roman and shirts Street. into iron. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jenny. That's been wonderful, Margot. Are you clear? Incredible. Are you yep. Tits right. out. Tummy Absolutely. in. Be a bogan. Be a bogan. Be a bogan. And yep. steam. And get the train to work. Get the train to work. <laughs> get the Toyota forklift advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Marto's Thought on Sport. Margo, I was just flicking through the paper thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I better check out what's going on in the world. Oh, yeah, it's all going on Gaza Strip, etc. But um, page seven, I see a bloke in a Broncos jersey. I go, oh, hold on. There's still news. There's still life in the Broncos. This is going on. Is there also a chick with purple hair? And a, and a Rabbitohs jersey on. Just and I go, what's this? And it's, listen to this, Bronco fan. This is the article. Broncos fans shaking off the NRL grand final hangover by snapping up thousands of tickets to next year's season opener in Las Vegas. Some people are so well organised. That's four and a half months away, early March. You've got to get your affairs in order, Marto. The double header. So the Broncos play the Roosters. That's the main game. Souths play Manly in the curtain raiser. And they reckon 6,000 Queenslanders have already booked and paid to go over there. They're saying that they're expecting up to 30,000 will go over yeah. for it. Because you need hope as a sports fan, as you know, Marto. You lose the granny. You need something on the horizon to look forward to. What better than Vegas? Vegas. <laughs> and and Vegas is the ultimate hope because inside those doors, <laughs> there could be a lot of money coming your way. Well, what a rugby league. Gam- gamble response. Yeah, what yeah, a rugby yeah, league yeah, supporters love up. gambling, right? Yeah. They could love not be the, the more pa- perfect match made in heaven. All right. Can I just go through? Where are we going? Well, yeah. I know that's what we're going to try to. Uh, that's why I thought I'd bring it up, yes. and then you speak to. Yeah, oh, Marto was talking about this morning. Maybe we should take some listeners. We'll take some listeners. Just say it on air now. But we we're just need go to a travel we're going agent. To Vegas. We need someone to sponsor us. Maybe a yep. betting company. Give us a call one triple three five three. I know we do lender hands often, where we help, you know, people in need and charities. But I think we need to get our listeners there. These are people in need. We're going to help them. There's every, a cost of living crisis going on. Yeah, every now and then, Marto, you don't lend a hand. You give yourself a hand. Hand up. Yeah. Mm. Somebody, if someone can pull us up the, to the plane and then into the casino. And then we put our Las hand Vegas. down and bring our listeners with us. Yes, you know? that's right. We're all in this together, together. all of a sudden. We are one. We'll Ubuntu. probably take 
I think we'll probably charter a whole flight up to 300 listeners mm. and us will go to Vegas. More. I reckon Who's we could get an A380. You know our mate Paul O'Brien from Avman Aviation that oh, flies. Mm. Yeah, our good mate Paul O'Brien. Or Bonza or Virgin or, or Qantas. I'm prepared to say anyone's name he'll take it. Yeah, let's go on Shazza, the Bonza plane. Yeah. Uh, isn't your mate Screw Turner from Flight, flight Centre? He listens. Yep. Screw, we love you. We love Flight, flight Centre. Yep. Listen to this. Would you pay this? Like if you had to pay and you didn't win a comp with us, $6,399 for this, okay? Five nights accommodation in Las Vegas, return economy airfares, match tickets and access to exclusive team event. What will that be? Anyway, and a captain's run training well, session. That's actually pretty good. And a night on the grand. vodka yeah. Red Bulls with Alfie. Flights, that's accommodation, right. tickets, the whole oh. shebang. That's a good little holiday. I just realised something big what? too. Oh, Who's yeah. the ambassador for the um, Sea Eagles? Who? Like their, their global Hugh celeb- Jackman. Bloody single. Night out on the piss with a single Hugh Jackman. Shall I, shall I get a quick Night divorce? out on the piss with Alfie. I, I'll get a quick divorce I think and I'm jump gonna, on the Hugh train. Well, I think he's picking oh, up actually, more of what I'm putting down. <laughs> you might be a bad better in, luck. On the good bloke, he likes hanging out with interesting fellas is all I'm saying. I'm yes. not insinuating anything mm. else about that. You know, he likes fit guys. He, he spends a lot of time with his personal trainer mm. trying to dig up. I'm just warning everybody. Have we mentioned enough sponsors? Alfie can, Langer, you, you know who he Alfie? works for? Mm. Kenny Caxton from Height Hotel. from Hire. Oh, I was going to say Red Bull. Maybe Kenny from Height from Hire would like to jump on board. We can get, yeah, we're right. Have we mentioned enough sponsors, potential Web sponsors? Jet. Instead of take them up, boys, it could be take them across, boys. Oh, oh hold on. Do we cruise over there and take oh my God, weeks P&O, to get there? Mm. Royal Caribbean. Uh, look, we'll take we'll take any form of transport. Mm. I'll we, even yeah. ride a jet ski there if I'll get there. Be interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Have no. we sounded desperate enough? To yeah, think? I think that's I think it. Model, Margo and Dan on Triple M. I never like to highlight uh, what anyone else is doing on another radio station uh, right. unless it's really bad. And um, I felt like maybe this is something that we could do better. If this is going to be about patent heels, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> no. How many I'll, TikTok followers are I'll let them? you older bring than me. the SEN content to the station. <laughs> They're older than me and don't pick on them. I don't even know what channel that's on. <laughs> no, like, that's fine. I don't. I don't think I've ever listened. No. I don't even know if my car has an AM option. Yeah. I think it's just FM or Bluetooth. <laughs> They're the option. I'll just check, what are they up to on TikTok, please, Patty and yeah. Eels? We'll just get an update here. Hey, um, last night, Corey and I were driving home. We went out for dinner for my brother's birthday. It was about yeah. 9 o'clock at night, and I was really interested to hear what's on at 9 o'clock at night. And, of course, on Triple M, Gleeso's on with the night show. Does an incredible job, and we're flicking through. He's you know, rating quite well too, Gleeso. As you go. And uh, I came across uh, something that I wasn't quite sure was happening because I missed, you know, the, ha- the first half of whatever was happening. Uh, but I eventually got the gist of it. And what they were doing was impersonations. Give us your best impersonations, One triple three five three. I reckon our listeners have got to be way better than some of the rubbish that was being thrown out last night like this. This is a cookie monster for you. It's Elmo, the cookie monster, wishing you a most happy birthday. Sorry I missed it. I'm Elmo, the cookie monster. No. That sounded like David Beckham. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen David Beckham? But that's, but that's Elmo. Terrible. Hang on. They've confused Elmo with the oh, cookie monster. Wrong the character. Cookie monster's cookie. Cookie monster. Oh, yeah, cookie. Elmo's cookie the high pitch. They just said but Elmo. But that's not the... even Elmo either. Elmo's like this yes. up here. 
And oh, she look. was like, hey, Elmo the Cookie Monster. It's Elmo the Cookie Monster. It's Elmo the Cookie Monster. Was the host of this radio program, was they taking the piss they were or going, the oh, that was unreal? Taking the mickey oh, big good. time. And then he actually did an Elmo impersonation. And she goes, yeah, we sound the same. She's like, yeah, we sound the same. He's like, oh, no, we sound nothing alike. Stuff. There's another one here for yeah, you, Margo the yeah, Queen. Yes, there was this girl that rang up and yeah. she was confused. I think she thought that they thought she was actually the Queen. The great Queen of England, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday from myself and my family. (laughs) I had a birthday yesterday too, so I would just like to send my happy birthday wishes to you from my family. As the Queen of England, I'm signing off. She doesn't even have an English accent. Dan nailed it. That's the same person that did the Cookie Monster. The Cookie Monster. Yeah. The great Queen of England. They've only got one listener. They've only got one listener. Oh, my God. I was in stitches because it was so bad. And now I know we attempt sometimes every now and then, China, you know, to do our own little impression. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Donald Trump's always a good one. Two, two, two for two, two, two. Two for 22. One, triple, three, five, three. Come on, we can do better than that, surely. Hit us with your best impersonation, whoever it may Have be. It could be anybody prize? you like. Yeah. I've got a prize for someone who can do the best Mardo. Oh. Wow. What do I sound like? Oh, I am the rum lord. Like, turn it up, fat man. <laughs> no, well, that's rap. That's rap. Yeah, but everyone can do rap. Like, I, I want you to give everyone me your best. Yeah, everyone thinks they can do their best raps. Uh, give me your best impersonation. Surely okay. we can do there better than. Anastasia. Uh, Queensland. Somebody stop this. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's the wrong one. I wanted this one. Stop it. Yeah, that's the stop it that okay. I wanted. Stop it. Uh, I can do a pretty good Ali Langdon. You ready? Uh-huh. Um, for host of A Current Affair. Dinosaur and dickhead. <laughs> oh, my that? God. That's perfect. That's identical, isn't it? Hey, a Massimo exactly. voucher here. Italian banquet. One, triple, three, on. five, three. Good impersonations. I mean, maybe no one out there can do impersonations, which is what oh, why they come up with rubbish. We might come up with the same. I don't know. Terry from Narangba. Who, who are you doing? I'm going to go with a uh, SpongeBob theme. Amazing. Mm, we know Off SpongeBob. Off he SpongeBob SquarePants. Here he is. Welcome to the show, SpongeBob. Hey, SpongeBob, do you want to go catch some jellyfish? No, I have to stay here and feed Gary. All right, SpongeBob boy. Left and center. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Three characters. He's actually characters. switching between characters. Three Gary. characters, Terry. Eat your heart out, Billy Birmingham. Unreal. It's wow. unbelievable. Troy and Burp and Gary. Hello, Troy. Who have we got there on the line? G'day. Get inside my belly. That was good. You were clapped. Baby back, baby back ribs. I think that's supposed to be fat bastard. Troy, would you like one belly. more wafer thin uh, <laughs> uh, biscuit? Flaky skin. Flaky skin. Get inside my belly. A fat bastard, I believe, Scottish, and Troy started with g'day. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Caboolcher. <laughs> oh, Marta, you'll like this. Stephen Caboolcher. Who's oh, there, Steve? Mm, Betty, I've got me shoes stuck in the toilet again, and the cat's done a whoopsie in my beret. Mm. <laughs> Does anyone oh, know that some mothers do have them? <laughs> it was a gay. Sh- well, he had a wife, but a Steve, g- can you keep going? You're the. That's so good. Keep going. I don't know whether I really can. I don't really know too much of Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. outstanding. That's she the was best out on summer. TV in the 80s. That's the best. My mum and dad used to watch some that. Some mothers do have them, was that it? What some was the hyacinth it? bucket show? They'd watch one of oh, the bouquets. Yeah. Yeah. To the man are born. Yeah. Oh, God, they used to watch that. Oh, those two. <laughs> that was Logan very and Shayla Park. Good morning, Logan. Who's, who have we got on the line there, Logan? 
you, uh, Mickey Mouse. Okay, off okay. you go. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> do, do the voice. Hi, <laughs> Margot. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good morning. On behalf of all my friends at Disney, I hope you're enjoying Disney's 100th anniversary. Oh, that's outstanding. So good. See, I told you, this is way oh. better than the Queen and the Cookie Monster. Nick and Anala, one triple three five three. Oh, I wanted one of these. Impersonation, impression, whatever it's called. Who are you? Who's there on the line? Who have we got? We got Nick from Anala. Yeah, no, I know that Nick. But who, who are you? He's doing the rum. I am the rum lord. Oh. Okay, okay, do the rum lord. <laughs> Let's have a listen to the original <laughs> to compare it. Because I am the rum lord. Yeah, Nick, take it away. Because I am the rum lord. Ooh, I think oh, it was a bit too much good. energy at the end. Let's try again. Have a listen. Because I am the rum lord. You go down. Rum lord. Go, Nick. Because I am the rum lord. No, you're going no, up. up. I'm going to go down. Nick. Just give him another one to challenge well, him. I just want one. him to nail this one first, okay. okay? And then we'll get to the... Because I am the rum lord. Go down, Nick. I'm the rum lord. I am the rum lord. Yeah, why are we going up? <laughs> give, give him another one. Give him this one. Okay, ready? Right, Nick, try this. Off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk this. Open wide for some soccer! Matildas? No, no. Oh, God, no. Not the Matildas. The Socceroos are playing this morning. Most of Australia's just stopped for this uh, Australia what? versus New Zealand. What They're playing a game this? in Where near did London. This come from? Well. The, the, the Socceroos played England on Saturday. 80,000 fans went and watched the Socceroos play England at Wembley uh, Saturday. Wow. We lost 1-0. But today we're uh, kicking ass. It's 1-0. I know some of you have got it recorded and going to go want to go home and watch it. We're leading 1-0 with about 15 to go. Who is in the Socceroos? <sighs> Don't Do we know any players? Suter. Harry Keith. Graham Arnold's the coach. I Who do was know that. Redmayne. Mm. Is, is he still in it? He was the reserve keeper, keeper still. Yeah. He comes on reserve and does the keeper. used car salesman. Oh, the wacky, around. wacky waving arm inflatable tube man. It, let's not focus on that. Mitch Duke, I'm just reading on our screen. He's in the team. <laughs> Remember when you used to know players like know. Tim Cahill and Harry Kuehl? Oh, yeah. same, with the, same with the Wallabies. Who's in the Wallabies? Don't I? Oh, mm. I do, but you guys, no one knows no. anymore. The big fella. Will. Let's get back to the soccer. We'll though, take McDermott what... because we talk to them, okay. you know, so know him. Get back to the soccer. Sorry. One nil is the big take-home message. But then I find out they're playing for a thing called the Cricket Ashes. and this Soccer, like... soccer. They're not playing for the Cricket Ashes. Sorry, the Soccer Ashes. <laughs> 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 That'd be weird. Well, they are playing New Zealand in confused. England, so yeah. it is confusing. Listen to this. Listen so to this. the Zoo Nations are playing for the Anzac Soccer Ashes Trophy, a prize that actually came into existence 100 years ago, but around 30 years later it simply went missing. Incredible. In 1923 the ashes consisted of the remains of cigars, so they <laughs> emptied an ashtray, smoked by the two captains. This is 1923. No. Australia played England in soccer. Alec Gibb from Australia, George Campbell from New Zealand, was sitting around smoking cigars and they went, hey listen, next year we'll what start playing reading? this. Is that the Batuta advocate? The this ashes... Is a piss take. No, 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 it's fair dinkum. I've read it on about four different sites. The ashes were encased in a little razor case, you we used to have your razor, and then in a box, and uh, the box, the razor case was some New Zealand soldier during the Gallipoli campaign, World War One, which is what brought the two nations together. It was then set in wood, and it was then found. Some Australian soccer official grabbed it. It went missing in the 50s, all right? It was only found in the last two Of course two... it went missing, Mario. They're always so little, the yeah. cricket ashes and the soccer. So, so some, little. some old Make bloke would have put it in his, in his soccer, Australian soccer blazer, 
And then he would have died and these kids would have gone, what's this? What are these ashes inside this little thing? Yeah. And they just found it in the last year, Margot, and they went, right, oh, next time we play, we'll play for the soccer ashes. Ten pages of sport in the back page of the paper today. Nothing on soccer. It's still 1-0 new, the Socceroos. <laughs> Classic get soccer. Get New Zealand. Yeah. Get that. We've got to get the ashes. Don't we want to come fourth, though? Then you get a statue, a la Matildas. Mm, we should probably throw this game, if anything. Classic soccer. Stay with us for all your soccer news. No one else is reporting on the Anzac Ashes like we are. Triple and breakfast. Remember the other day we were talking to that Aunt Middleton, the uh, SAS commander, whatever yeah. you want to call him, the host of the show. That show only goes for like two weeks or so. Well, they filmed the it. The filming in, is two weeks. Yeah. Um, remember we asked him for a bit of word association, said one word about some of the celebrities oh, yeah. that are on there, like, uh, was it Steph Rice? I think he started with Boyd. Yeah, Boyd Cordner. Boyd Cordner, one word. Gentlemen. Oh, Steph Rice, Olympic gold medalist. Interesting. What else you got, Margot? Anthony Mundine. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Champion boxer. <laughs> Deluded. <laughs> Nails are pretty good. He only knew him for uh, a few days. Anthony Mundine went last night, but to give everyone an update, it looks like a decent enough show, but... Um, uh, they've already lost six of them. Already? It's only been on only a week. Only going for a few couple of nights. How many episodes a week? Is it one or three two? Episodes three episodes a night, a week. So. so they've had four or five episodes. I wish the block would do this, start eliminating a Is few. It would be a lot more interesting. Does one go every week or sometimes? No, they just gave up. There was three went one night. Like oh. Steph Rice, she said, oh, my shoulder. She dislocated her shoulder and she said, nah, I'll be right. But then the next night the doctor put her on the count and he came on. And said, nah, you're gone, Ski. Did you see what happened to Steph Rice, though? She had the dislocated shoulder. Mm. She went to throw a grenade. A live grenade. Mm. But the grenade didn't go very far. <laughs> and you then, had to throw it with the wrong arm. Yeah, and then the Aunt Middleton mm. had to come in and, like, like tackle her because it blew up some sort of concrete wall. I think wall. It bounced I think off a tarp. The doctor said, I think she's a liability. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt here. So she went and then... Uh, Boyd Corner, one of the toughest men to play the game of rugby league, but obviously counted out with a head injury. He ended up pulling a peck. Be clear, this is me medically withdrawing you from the course. This isn't you withdrawing from the course. Sweet, mate. Thanks, Doc. So let's let the record no show. <laughs> let the, what? This is for your there ego. There is no objection. He didn't <laughs> no, say, yeah, oh, no, go. let me stay, please. <laughs> now, sweet, mate. But let the record show that he was medically counted out like Steph Rice. He's he not did a not quit. Thank you. But someone who is a quitter is one of our favourite real estate agents. <laughs> yes, Ack is gone. Oh, it's very sore. This is not good. Not good. Apparently he had an so ankle injury. I don't understand what that matters to him. Doesn't he walk around everywhere on his hands? <laughs> anyway, he's gone. Zach Co- is gone. Cocaine Cassie, she's gone. Oh, she she's, just... she's been in a Colombian prison. Surely Good. she's tough. You'd think if you go through that, you can go through anything. No? She just gave up. But what she really wanted to give up, she wanted to put her nickname behind her, Cocaine, Cocaine Cassie. Cassie. When I leave the SAS course, Cocaine Cassie dies there. She... That's it. She doesn't follow me around anymore. I am... I'm just Cassie. See you, cocaine Cassie. (laughs) Yes. Give us the ruling on nicknames. You don't decide your own nickname. Thank you. What, what, I did hear, what do you think of she'll that? She'll always be cocaine I Cassie. Know. I did hear her say, I just want a normal job. Mm. Stop Maybe. going on reality TV shows, right. you idiot. She could right. get a gig at JB Hi-Fi <laughs> selling headphones. Bunnings. That's what it was all Macca's, about. No, it was headphones. So all she jobs. did was bring back headphones. That's right. Lindy Clem's gone. 
Oh, Jesus. now you're supposed to say who? who? Oh, well, Michael, <laughs> Michael Clem's ex-wife. She actually turned around at one stage and went, I don't know what I'm doing here and walked away. Not even I know who <laughs> I am. This is Barley. Who's <laughs> out? The right. Balinese princess. And then, last night, one of the toughest men, according to himself, <laughs> Anthony Mundine, gone, just Ooh. quit. He tried to quit and they made him ring his mother. <laughs> They said you got to ring you. They put his mother on the line and Why? she said, do not quit, that sort of stuff. She so said, gonna, I uh, didn't raise no quitter. And then he didn't quit and then he did quit soon oh, afterwards. As soon as he hung up on mummy. What quit. happened? He remained overconfident right to the defiant <laughs> end. Despite quitting, he still was a winner in his mind. I speak a lot for myself and um, I know I can, I can do anything. Like Batman, Robin, Superman, Monday Man. <laughs> Wouldn't he go Chalk Man? Batman, oh, yeah. Robin, no. Superman, Monday right. Man. No, Listen, it's not quite the same. All these super athletes and famous athletes and stuff—they're all—they're all gone. Didn't Monday get bowled out by the pretty fella from The Bachelor? Oh, Tim Robards. Tim yeah. Robards. He's yeah. more interested in his skincare range, yeah. and, and he's beaten Mundine the in a world fight. And Mundine said, "I would have got you. I'll right. get you next time." Oh. No, Tim no, Robards no, is missed your opportunity. He is enormous. Tim oh. Robards is he? He's jacked. jacked. Yes. Now listen. Um, still in there is Craig McLaughlin, still. and I believe the next torture survival um, activity they're playing is if you can put up with this, you get to stay. I'm out. I'm yeah, yeah, so I go home. <laughs> Marto, Margo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. For the last couple of weeks, everyone's been going, "Hey, Marto, what's what's wrong with the Wallabies? What happened to them? Why weren't they any good? Why didn't they win at the World Cup? Why You're the they... go-to. Yeah, why? Why do I have to be? Because you played for the Wallabies. Yeah, Marty, you I... played for the Reds. You have a history. Yeah. And you got one you of these. You are rugby union okay. in Brisbane. You got All a black right. stick. Any mate. rugby fans? I'll tell you what. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, yesterday Eddie tells us he's keen to stay. That's that's not great news. But he's not going as... anywhere. And I'll tell you what. Were you listening to the news just then when James James was reading and he played a little grab from Wendell? Sailor. I know he works for Triple M in Sydney sometimes. He's a dick stick. Okay, what he said. What's he, up? he. This is him about Eddie what's, Jones. What's up? He's usually a man of his word. You're either a man of your word or you're not a man of your word. You can't usually be a man of your word. Okay. I don't know if Wendell thinks it's fun to have Eddie Jones around to ruin the game of rugby. Well, he played both, right? Dual code international. He was coached by Eddie. Eddie brought him across. Of course, Eddie brought Wendell across from rugby league to rugby union mm. and paid him a, a hell of a lot more money Which than is, he was getting. So, of course, he owes him. Good. Wallabies were very good. Great. We were, we were world champions just before just before Wendell got there and then we lost the final of the World Cup in 2003. Which coach's fault is it, Mardo? Is it Michael Checker? No. Who was before him? Who I, was after Eddie when we were great? Oh, after that? Like coach-wise? Is it a coach's fault or did the players? Because the players surely haven't got worse. All right, I don't don't have the answers and I don't have to have those answers because I'm not an administrator and I'm not a coach. I just want to focus on what Eddie was saying yesterday. Yeah. All right, so he's going, listen, I haven't been speaking to anyone, haven't spoken to anyone in Japan. He's denying all of that sort of stuff. And the simple fact is he's on a $5 million deal. Yes, he's, he's got a yes, and it appears to be watertight. So if they sack him, this is why he's going. I'm not going anywhere. I want to keep coaching because if he goes, ah, oh, listen, I quit. He doesn't get his five million dollars. Yeah. But if they sack him, he gets they his five million dollars, and that's what this is all about. But you remember, Eddie also told us he knows what he was doing. No, he also told us continually, don't worry about these first few test losses. I'm building up to something. In fact, I'm going to win the World Cup. That's what Eddie told me. 
He told said you, was, he told everybody he's going to win the World Cup. I heard he said he was happy with the selections that they made and they wouldn't change well, anything. Well, he made them, I yes. I think he, he told us to bet on them. That's right. At one right. stage he said, oh, I'd be taking those odds. And all along we didn't realise it's the 2027 World Cup he's talking about. Oh, he wasn't talking oh, about this, this one. one. Wrong one. Any of these names ring a bell that could come back after hey. Eddie the first time? It was John Connolly, Robbie Deans, no, Ewan no. McKenzie. No. Check out. Yes, then Dave, Ewan McKenzie could. Then Dave Rennie. Ewan McKenzie. Ewan McKenzie was brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, we don't have any money because we gave it to Eddie. Well, then, yeah, you're going to have to do it for free. <laughs> oh, you do want to coach the Wallabies for free? Did you hear We're what? Right. El- did you hear what else he said? What else did he say? I mean, he's, he's looking for a new player, perhaps. Looking to sign any talent for rival coats? No, nah, just Nathan Cleary. That's the only one I want. So I'm driving out to Penrith after this. Gee, that'll be cheap. After, after that that this. won't cost much, will it? Well, they've got, haven't they got Suwali coming across for $1.6 oh, million dollars a year as well? I don't know Where's anymore. all this money come from? In rugby <laughs> we don't have any money. I don't think they yes, had any. Do. They haven't got any. Are you paying them in Bitcoin or is this real money? Or maybe. There's some shrewd investments. Wallaby coin. What? Oh, special <laughs> one. I think Cadbury. You just get a job at the Cadbury factory. <laughs> oh, free chocolate for a year. Here's some old gold. I, I don't have any more answers. <laughs> Breakfast is building the Brisbane Book of Records. Records will be broken and set all over Brisbane. Names will be etched into history. Hmm. Or at least into the imaginary Brisbane Book of Records. Is this about that chicken sales? That one over there, I think her name Brit. Brit. She just claimed that she could eat a chicken faster <laughs> she said, than me. You're soft and weak, and you got nothing, Marto. My record's already been broken. I don't care about chicken eating anymore. That's one of the ones we're going to blast wide open on Friday. Eight mm. minutes, seven seconds from you, Marto. Margo's going to make the loudest noise of anyone in Brisbane. Mm. Going to measure how far your voice can travel. Issue. Two sleeps out from Friday. We've got an emergency. One of our contestants, you remember Matt from Gales who wanted to set, well, actually break the record, which is currently owned disgustingly by Triple M Adelaide. What one was it? Opening the beer cans. They... 52, 52, right, yeah. Margo? In 60 yeah. seconds. In, in, in 60 seconds. Yeah, so somebody one-handedly opened 52 cans of beer in 60 seconds, Triple M what a waste. Adelaide. What a waste of and beer. And Matt from Gales rang and said, I reckon I could do that. And you know what? I'm going to go one better. I reckon I could do 55 because that's how old Matt from Gales was. Oh, right. Yeah. And he said, I'll do as many beer cans as okay. I am Where's, old. Forget about him. Forget about Matt from Gales, right? What's We've had a medical issue with Matt. He's got a grade three fingernail tear, he reckon. He's much been training. Like Boyd Cordner oh. in SAS Australia oh. the other night. Medical Be clear, this is me medically withdrawing you from the course. This isn't you withdrawing from the course. So, mm. mate. So the Triple M doctor has medically ruled him out. Uh, uh, you're gone. Grade three fingernail term. So we now have a spot Finger open injury. on our roster, mm. and we need someone to fill it. Hold on, hold on. This is your time. Right. Inspiring a nation of young men and women. If you feel like life is slipping you by, you don't have a purpose, you you're wondering what it's all life. about. Your true calling could be here. You get, get out of bed. You get out of bed every morning and you go, I don't know where I'm going with my life. You're get a, on the phone. You could be a hero to thousands, hundreds of thousands. You could be of an inspiration people. to your kids, to your parents, to. They could the whole say, city. Well, finally, we're proud of him. He did something worthwhile. If you were watching Nathan Cleary in the grand final and go, I'll never achieve that level of greatness, well, bullshit, this is your opportunity. One triple three five three. get on the phone right now and save the Brisbane so you Booker just got to open a can of beer really quickly. With one hand. And, oh, one hand. One hand behind the back, one hand, thumb down, finger up, boom. 
53 of those in 60 Have seconds. Have you ever seen You're people work order. at the pub? Like, yeah, you know, at the bar, yeah, what they can sense. do with one hand while they're doing something with the other hand. They can be chit-chit-chit-chit-chit. I mean, the phones are going off. I know they need no incentive other than the heroism that will be passed down upon them. But However, I ask, I'll we've ask got the, a reward. I'll we ask don't. the two of you. You talk about rewards. Is it all about personal or are you going to give me something no. if I break the record? It's personal, but we're also going to give you something. Our you? mates, yeah. you know Revel Brewing, they held you on 21st, Jeez, Marto, good. and they printed your face and the Brisbane scenery Top on their cans. They're going to be providing the beers for the record, the yeah. 55 cans that you need to open. But for every full can of beer they can crack... Revel Brewing are going to give them a can of beer, oh, a full one. So they match a can for can because you've got empty, you got ones that are open, open. they're no good to anyone. No. Mm-hmm. So they're going to match can for can. Yeah. However many you open, they're going to give you right. that many and if I know as a reward. The absolute animals that listen to this show, they'll take the open ones as well. Yes. So oh, you'll basically get a two for one. It could one. be 110 beers. Yeah. You know you're opening with one hand. Are we getting somebody on now? Not now. Or we're going to go through and get there. We've got we to gotta see pictures of these fingers, first of all. I oh, want yeah. a big, strong finger. No, Maybe you're too a big, otherwise you can't. You need a good nail to get underneath it. Right. <laughs> Who's the bartender that you were talking to at the pub the other day who Chelsea. said she listens to our podcast? Chelsea. It could be Chelsea. One triple three five three. I don't know what speeds like. Big shout out to Revel. Book your functional party now. Revel Brewing's Rivermakers Brewery and Restaurant. Revelbrewing.com.au. Call up, heroes. Save the day. Brisbane Booker Records. It's happening on Friday here on Triple M. AFL trade period. God, AFL in October. How long Isn't does this thing go for? Today's the last day. I'm oh, glad you God asked. For that. Thank Just, you so much. Can you tell me what happens after today? Like, that's the end of AFL till March? Well, players can still move around if they're unrestricted free agents. So this is the period where if you're locked into the club, we've yeah. got to do a deal. You've got to give me a future fourth round pick in 2058. Margo, did you say it was going to be 27 degrees today? Oh. It's southeasterly. Brisbane Lions made a trade oh, today. No. Today's coming up from Adelaide. Today, today, Tom. Are you doing a wrap-up of everything that's happened in the last um, two weeks? I, Margo, to do I know you mentioned like going to Vegas, yeah. you know, the $6,000 flights. That's the most expensive I package. Know. There's two other packages cheaper that ones. are cheaper. Are How you now good? doing off-season rugby league over the top of my <laughs> off-season AFL? Well, just anything not to mm. talk about. About your AFL trade with. Okay, so Tom we've heard Duday all that. We've heard all from that. Adelaide. Tom Fullerton's going to the D, so one time in, one time out. Mm. Last day, Jack Gunston, who just joined the Lions from Hawthorne, he's won three premierships. He was signed up for two years. He's oh, only... don't tell me he's leaving. Oh, Margot. He wants out. He wants to go back home to the Hawks. Of course Hawks. he does. But they're on a rebuild. He's 32 or 33. I don't it's know if he's going to get the game. Game time, wow. so anyway. What are the poos and weeds? Poos and weeds, what does that mean? Oh, casuals. You don't know what poos and weeds are in there. No. What, what colour are Hawthorne, Marto? Oh, poo, oh, yellow, yellow and, brown. and brown. Okay. Come on, guys. Try and bloody keep up. Oh, yeah, right? sorry, keep I'm going to go to all the effort with Rick <laughs> and Audio. Hey, Socceroos up 2 0. Oh, come on. Sport. How good sport. Oh, is AFL trade week, that's the end of it? No, I'll have a big wrap-up oh, tomorrow. Oh, Jackson Irvine with a header from the corner. 2-0 to Woo! Socceroos beating New Zealand in the soccer. We'll keep you. <laughs> Pretty good. Brisbane Booker Records. That's worthy. We'll keep you across the soccer ashes. 
AFL trade period finishes tonight. We'll have the full oh, wrap up tomorrow. How good is off-season sport? Are we having a party? Oh, oh, yeah. What about fuel? $1.82 in Karatha. Oh, in Karawatha. Oh, Karawatha. Where's that? Karatha's in WA. Out the other side of the Karatha's what I do on the weekend weather. That's my favourite place to do the temperature. Dollar eighty-two. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Hey, they sometimes say, gee, sports stars aren't as tough as they used to be. And then I see this story. Australian cricketers offered access to counselling after Indigenous Voice Department gets voted down. Mental health is huge. Wow. Which, it's uh, Mental Health Month. Which awareness. Indigenous tribe is Pat Cummins part of? Uh, the, I mean, Not a linter energy, day. that's for sure. Are there any Indigenous <laughs> the tribe. or right? Torres Strait Islander people in no, the No, the only team? one they had um, is that fast bowler, Scott... Uh, God, come on, brain. Anyway, but he's not in the one-day... Scotty Bowler, but he's not even in the one-day team, so... But you know how woke they are, and that's what I want to talk about. Oh, that's right. Pat Cummins stood down because he didn't want to have a linter on his yeah, thing. That's right. Corrected him. Yeah. Now, and then, listen. And then he got a private so what do they home. need mental health week to Apparently say, oh, they need sorry. someone to say, it'll be okay. It'll be, let me hold your hand. Oh, They're gosh. in India. It's tough enough anyway. Just eat some baked beans. Now, listen, after the rejection <laughs> of the voice... Uh, Indigenous leaders have agreed to a week of silence. Did you see this story? Well, they're not commenting on anything they've completely, which is good. Indigenous leaders? So like politicians, you mean? Yeah, or the politicians, all the activists, all the Yes campaigners you saw walking around in all the Yes shirts. Yeah. I think you'll find that 69% of Queenslanders (laughs) support this decision by them to shut up. I did think my social media had been a bit quieter, Quiet. which was nice. Well, I think you'll notice Australian rugby fans, they're also having a fortnight of silence so far, and Brisbane Lions and Broncos fans are also pretty quiet. So I, everyone's pretty quiet I think at the moment. Anthony Albanese, we haven't had a lot of wins. I think he should be quiet too, maybe think, to have a little think about what he could have done with $450 million. Mm, imagine what the Wallabies could have done with $450 million. Oh, bucks. God. Wouldn't that have motivated Will Skelton? Oh, good Lord. Eddie Penrith Jones would have put his Penrith, Penrith Panthers could have represented the Wallabies <laughs> at the World Cup. We would have won. <laughs>